When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Ryback Show Live. I am the big guy, Ryback. Happy Thursday, ladies and gentlemen. We are streaming live on Instagram and TikTok, the big guy, Ryback22. Thank you guys very much for joining me on those platforms. Instagram will stop in 60 minutes. You're more than welcome to swing over to TikTok or where I prefer, Ryback TV, where you guys are the co-hosts of this show on YouTube. The ebb and flow of the show goes where your questions go health, fitness, supplementation, life, politics, sports, pro wrestling, and anything and everything in between. Super Chats are greatly appreciated. The big guys, Starbucks and Shoulder Relief Fund. Um, thank you. We just hit 425,000 subscribers on YouTube. Thank you guys very much. We are on that top, one of the top wrestling uh, accounts in the world. And uh, greatly, greatly appreciated for all the love and support. On that, we are streaming live on Facebook at Ryback Reeves and Twitch at Ryback Rules. The show is available on all podcast platforms where we are moving up the ranks once again. And hopefully we'll, we'll retain, return to power in a top 10 spot. In its, but it, that will probably realistically not happen until I can get the shadow banning completely removed. And uh, we will continue that fight, the good fight. And uh, it will it will be resolved at some point in time with that but your itunes reviews are greatly appreciated guys if you're a listener of this show and you've not yet left an itunes review review and you do listen on there you have itunes on your phone and iphone please take a a moment and, and leave a positive review it greatly greatly helps the cause this show is brought to you by feed me more nutrition my premium supplement line sweetened with stevia and monk fruit no harmful artificial sweeteners or colors vegan friendly for men and women he she and thee on feedmemore.com Returning customers can get 20% off discount code FEEDME20, FEEDME20, and new customers 30% off for your first time buy discount code RYBACK30, RYBACK30. And also you get a free bottle to the end of this month of our 123 Muscle Joint Tendon Support, a $44.99 value, yours free. Well worth it alone for that free gift to go ahead and uh, check out the RYBACK merch, the supplements, best supplements on the planet, guys. On the planet, 
on the planet, <laughs> depending on what you believe. And uh, yeah, there we go. Plugs out of the way. Ching. Was up super early today, before five today. Woke up wide awake. Only got about seven hours of sleep. I like to get eight, but I was uh, wide awake. And uh, it's the best part of not, not waking up with an alarm. And uh, just get up, get ready, get the teeth brushed, get the dogs downstairs, take them to the bathroom, get them there, make them their, their rice and processed food with the chicken and vegetables made in the food processor that's bagged up and, and, uh, and then give them their little greeny treat, get them going. And then, and I make my, my, my eggs and spinach and eggs and mushrooms and, and a couple of little coconut oil on the side and uh, get my, my high protein, a little bit of healthy fats in there and get ready to rock and roll. So a little earlier start today, I finished up the things today I had to do. And we just sent out for the Feed Me More Nutrition, the email and uh, text of the week with our, our, our massive savings program. Check that out. Sign up for those on feedmemore.com, guys. One email and text a week. We do not spam. We just give you huge discounts not made available anywhere else uh, for our, our loyal returning customers on that. All right, guys, let's go. Uh, let's get into your questions. You guys are the, the, the co-host of the show. You guys, this is weird. You know, I guess I, I suppose I could avoid questions on here, but it would, I could, you guys are really, this is at the, 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 what you want to know, what you want to talk about. Um, you ever wonder if you trained hard in the gym, you'll be bulletproof. Uh, no one's ever bulletproof with that. No human is bulletproof. You can be the most well-conditioned, toughest, strongest guy in the world, and uh, and it could all be gone like that. So it's uh, you know a health condition can arise. I've been extremely strong and and and, and durable, and you know I've had a couple times in my life, multiple times, where, where my health was been taken away, and uh, it's. Uh, and it, it's just you realize no matter what you do, you, do, you don't take health for granted. And, you know, you do things to try to keep your your body as strong and, and tough uh, as possible. But, you know, there was a situation here in Vegas about a, maybe a little a year and a half ago, maybe not even quite that. There was a, a family. Of, there were 11 members of the family, 10 or 11 people, and I believe in a van and uh driving and there was a, a driver i believe alcohol and drugs and he'd had multiple arrests and, and had a past and probably should not have been on the streets at all uh was i believe in a challenger dodge challenger um if i'm not mistaken and it was going like a hundred and something miles per hour and ran a light into the van killed every single person in that van you know now and but the point of that is, is, you know, you, we could do everything and, and I don't, things just happen. And But you want to be as tough and durable as possible. Maybe if you do that, maybe you, you increase your chances of surviving different scenarios. But, you know, if somebody comes up with a gun to the head, right? It's, it's a crazy, crazy world that we live in and that. So nobody is, nobody is bulletproof. No, nothing on this planet is bulletproof. The rocks that we see in our everyday life or that I see all around town, those are going to be here far, far longer than any of us. Mm. 
Newport, thank you very much for the compliments on the show that you like the streams, uh, the live streams, and you've started a plant-based diet and low and have never felt better. Thank you. You're very welcome. And uh, I've just try to I try to learn and, and just share the things that I've learned. And uh, you know, I, I I did that you know this past week, and I'm going to do it again tomorrow. I'm thinking of doing the new Popeyes ghost pepper wings tomorrow, on because uh, I'm just essentially watching like that review bra. Guy, he has a mad, he has millions of followers, and uh, you you never think it looking at him, but he has a very unique style. He's very good little food channel, and uh, he 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 gets great views. He uh, and I can see he does all the trending food things, and then that's what I thought was going to happen because that used to happen when I did that more often. I'm shocked, and it was kind of that thing that just shows on my channel how messed up everything is. Like that Cardi B video, I don't even think it has ten thousand views yet, and I released it on Saturday. It's crazy that, you know, you got food videos, hundreds of thousands, millions of views and a lot of them high numbers. And uh, it's uh, that, that's a little concerning because I did not think that was going to happen on that. But I, the, the point of it is, is I'm plant based still and, and, and primarily and, and eat extremely healthy. And, you know, I share that cheat meal of the week and. It's beneficial though for me, and whether I'm doing the vegan food or, or whatever I'm going to be doing, that that's not how I eat on a regular basis. And you will hear me in the videos, and it, you're not going to get, um, you know, when I do those videos, I, I do the sauna hours training. Um, I, I I I work very very hard, and even saying that like that stuff is still not the best stuff to put into your body, especially a lot of people eat that stuff very consistently and, and daily. And you don't want to be doing that. And suddenly a lot of the other food people aren't going to tell you that. Like, I, I, I'm going to tell you that. It, it's That stuff is, has nothing to do with success. You know, the NBA stars that are doing the Sprite commercials has nothing to do with their success. It will prevent you from success. But there's nothing wrong. You know, The Rock does his big cheat meals. He does massive cheat meals. I think that is borderline sometimes too much. But just do a, a nice, healthy. And I've done bigger food things, and it's not as good. That's why I deleted the McDonald's video where I did a bunch of food once. Had a lot of views. I just, I felt so horrible after. And I go, you know what? I don't want anyone else thinking like, it just, I, I just got, I go, have a nice meal, but don't go, don't go overboard. Eat way too much in any one sitting on that. And, uh, but I, cause I saw somebody goes, oh my God, you're back. You know, you, you're back eating, eating meat for the, for the video for this. And it's very, I'm doing by anything necessary to win with this. I have to. This is, I got to get the social media corrected and uh, it, it is the most important thing in my life with that. And uh, I've worked too damn hard to let anybody take anything away from me. And uh, and then the, the current economic situation of the world and people with everything going on and, and on top of all the legal stuff that's happened. And, and it is, I, I, I refuse to lose and, uh, and I built all this from, from nothing and uh, it is going to, it's been a success and going to continue to be a success. But I just have to look at things. I go, I have to try to make some adjustments. I have to do whatever I can, even if this stuff is still in effect. Even if I can get 50,000 views on those food videos over, over now they have me under 10 on a lot of them, which it was never would happen. Never. Like I have to just do whatever I can do within reason on this to keep things until, and I'm messaging these guys daily, daily. You know, TikTok just got back again yesterday. TikTok refuses to tell me that I did anything wrong. They just, they, they say, we, we, they go, you've been, we, we are sticking with our decision to keep you off the creator fund until the end of April. 
uh, for harassment. And I said, can you please specifically tell me the post that I'm being targeted for harassment? Because I have all their community guidelines, they reverse almost all of them. And anything that they've ever done, though, has always been an entertainment post or a comedy post. And I think I have a feeling if they if they are truly being being sincere with this and saying harassment, there was one video with one of the the, the smaller people, the dwarfs that, that make videos on purpose that I'm friends with, that I stitched one of their videos and did a video with. And it was something and I, I kicked them into the pool with the little hornswoggle figure. They didn't reverse that one. That was one of the very rare ones they didn't, and they and they had it for harassment and bullying on it. And uh, and but I'm asking, I want them to I go, you have to tell me what post, and then I know that's the post in my head. Like that's the only one that I reasonably reasonably could be, but they won't tell me that because they're gonna know. I go, no, we're friends, the guy. He purposely makes those videos, and you've you've approved 10 other videos that I've done with this guy doing this. So please explain to me how I'm I'm being banned on the creator fund for five months for harassment or did you just like you're just looking for something to try to to try to say that to keep me in that to take away all the money from that to keep the account shadow banned with it and that's why they there's no other reason i told him i go why wouldn't you communicate with your creators when they do something wrong if they do something wrong i go i go oftentimes you guys make the mistakes on this and i go why do you not communicate with them what they did wrong if you if you genuinely want to make the platform better? Like, say I, I genuinely had a problem harassing people and it was a real issue. Wouldn't you want me to fix whatever and to, to, to know, like, okay, hey, you, there's a chance that you're going to, you think that the, the, the video with, with a little person is harassment. I'm probably not going to do that anymore because I don't want to risk that happening. I can find other things to make it on, but at least I know, right? At least they go, that's what, oh, you guys might interpret this, even though it's not that, but that, so, but they don't do that. And I go, no, you don't help your, you don't help the platform become better. I go, so, and I go, so what's the real reason why you're doing this? Keeping my account slowed down as long as possible. You let Cena go ahead and pass me. Roman Reigns has a TikTok now. You guys want to keep this damn account slowed down as long as you can, because otherwise nobody can stop me with it. And I've proven that time and time again. So, but they don't answer. And I already know, I already know. From what I know, but it's frustrating, and I know you guys are sick of it, hearing about it. But it pisses me off. There's nothing worse in, in the world than busting your ass and building stuff and having people do what what's going on. But we'll see. Hello, hello, hello. Good to see all of you. Let's get into the questions here. Eating spinach is a superfood. I, I used to watch Popeye, the Sailor Man, when I was a kid in the spinach. I used to love Pop, that show. I used to love Care Bears. I actually have a, I used to have, I have it in my, one of my closets, a framed Care Bear uh, photo. Do I still have it up? No, I took it down. I replaced it with a, the Great Outdoors with John Candy. And uh, he, uh, but the Care Bears, when I was really young, I used to want to have Care Bear powers. I always, I always wanted to to make the world better and have the superpowers like the bears. It was a very good kid, but it was, it was like very, you know, I, I, I wanted to be a Care Bear. <laughs> wanted to be a Ninja Turtle. Wanted to be He-Man. The uh, who else did I want to be when I when I was younger? There were a lot of cartoons. We we had a very really good childhood. Me and my sister would would watch cartoons. We'd oftentimes fight though because I wanted to watch the the guy cartoon, boy cartoons, 
and she but so we had to like split the time a little bit but i got more because there were more boy shows than girls but i would sometimes have to wait like and she'd watch you know straw was it strawberry strawberry rainbow bright and strawberry shortcake was it strawberry shortcake is that the name of it or is am i thinking of the dessert it was one of those but i have to watch those sometimes fraggle rock we would both watch that man great childhood What do we got going on today? I did catch parts of uh, Dynamite last night. The Revolution pay-per-view coming up. Looking forward to Wardlow and uh, Samoa Joe. What's the other one? There was another one on there. MJF and uh, Brian Danielson. I thought they had a, a good exchange last night with the, with the pull apart. I, uh, man... I, I I was like I had I I was in a, a pole apart when I was in developmental life. was it develop- no I think we did one on TV on Raw did, I was in one with was Cena maybe but I would love to be a part of another pole apart though I think where in in I had I was watching last night I go it's been done so many times and it's always the one guy lets the one guy go and he jumps over and hits the other then they let the other guy go and he runs over and jumps and and that I go. There's other ways to do that, and I, and I just, I just, I, I just, I, I made a mental note of that last night. I go, just save that for when the the ideas that you you're thinking of, uh, because polo parts need to be, they've been done so many times, so you you can always keep the formula, but you've got to find some ways to, to sometimes make it a little different. But I thought it was very good, and I thought the. The promo exchange was very good in, in, uh, with MJF and, and Brian, and it uh, and it it has it just felt good. I, I liked it, and but man, I tell you, the sixty minute Iron Man match, you know, those are uh, and Dan's done the, the done it before, but it's it's t- those are tough matches to sell in this day and age with people's attention span. It's, um, and you know, it's on pay-per-view, it's not on TV. So you're going to have the people that are buying it, but it, it's just a lot. It's a lot. And, uh, to keep people's attention and, you know, I don't know. I don't know where I would imagine. I don't know if they're going to, that it's going to be the main event. Right. So, but it's, uh, it would be wise that, uh, if they have any other matches that are going to put in in time to try to put those on the front of the pay-per-view and then put some quicker stuff leading up to it. And uh, so people, I would I would keep everything on the shorter end on the pay-per-view personally and let that match have the hour, however they're going to do it. So people aren't too, don't let them get too invested in another match long-term. Save that for the main event. But what do I know? So, but we'll see. But I'm looking forward to that as well. Let's see here. What do we got going on? White Power Ranger. Yes, yes. The Power Rangers were another one. I watched that. That was. I thought they were the coolest thing ever. I would rush home after school to get on to to, to get home to watch it after school. I can't remember what grade I was. I mean, it was young, but it would get home from school literally, like in 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 like get home just in time, or it had just started, and like. But I would I would rush home to get home to watch Power Rangers. 
start doing reaction videos if you want this channel to blow up more big guy can you be more specific to reaction videos like the i do all my shorts the shorts alone on here that youtube put a cap those off i was getting hundreds of thousands of views right when i first started them and then they stopped that they keep it everything they do is to strategically keep me my revenue at a certain level and it, it's already we already know the game that's going on with it so i'm just like no you doesn't i'm just going to tell you I could have Donald Trump on here tomorrow and they will find a way to cap that video to where it won't go crazy. Like it's just, this is, there's multiple things going on and they didn't. So in the more videos I post, they'll just like, Oh, we'll just keep those there. So like, even though those things can get millions of views elsewhere, they're like, Nope, we're going to stop you at a thousand and you'll get a thousand like right away. Then they stop and say, like, Oh, that's, that's interesting. So it's uh, we'll see what happens. How does WWE paycheck work? Do you get checks, weekly paychecks? Yeah. So it used to be when I was in developmental and uh, started out, we used to get check. This is before they, they didn't have direct deposit or anything. We used to get checks mailed every week in the mail. Uh, and they would come like every, what it was every Monday or Friday. And uh, I think it was every Friday. And because uh, that was the day direct deposit and they eventually got it. And we'd have to go cash the checks. And like everyone's living like week to week in developmental. Like, so you'd get your check, you know, everyone was either most of the, most of the people were on 500. I got 750. And then when I came back to FCW, they had me on 500 and I couldn't live off that. Eat, just eating. I, I, I go, this is, this ain't working. I've talked about that. And it wasn't like, it was, it was a nice phone call and, and they put me back on what it was, but there were guys making, I found out down there, there were guys getting, I don't know if there were guys making like fifteen hundred or seventeen fifty or even two grand a week. Not a lot. There's very few. None of them made it, by the way, on those ones. None of them. And uh, and then there were some of the divas that were getting more. And probably outside of the Bella twins, and I don't know if specifically they were part of that, but I'm not in the ones that I knew that that were getting higher pay. The girls didn't do anything either on it, and uh, because. You know, just think about it from a psychology standpoint. And it, 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 this isn't a good thing to do. And you shouldn't use it to because it, that that will eventually, if people don't have a hungry mindset, it will waver anyways at a different point. But you keep people on a low pay scale down there, and what does that create? It creates where you want to get out of there more, right? Because you're barely getting by, and so and then whereas if you paid guys comfortably down there and under the current system on what it was, this is before NXT was TV then like people might be more complacent. But my thought process is, is you'll get the ones that are true, that truly do love it, that are hungry, are still going to work hard because it, that, that does, you see that with all the greats. And so I think you would, it would be better suited because what you can end up getting is guys that get pretend hungry, that just want to get out of there. Then they get up there. Then they're not really that they don't, you know what I mean? They're going to make money. They're going to know how to make money at some point, you know, so you might as well find that out early rather than, than too late. But uh, they those checks would come, and it was. But uh, there were some weeks the checks would would get lost, and you'd have to call the office, and like you couldn't go grocery shopping, and it, 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 like you'd have to wait. And this, it, it, I wasn't like this happened to a lot of guys, and like there were some of the, one of the guys would, hey, can I borrow a hundred bucks? My check in it, they lost my check, and it's going to be three or four days before I can get one, and or something like it was. That was very like not uncommon. And then uh, WWE when I made it. I still had checks mailed to me uh, initially and uh, like big checks and would have to go to the bank and, and go put them in the, 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 the thing. And 
the the bank tellers like, oh, Mr. Ryback's having a good week. And I go, yes, I am. Personal checking, please. Things got really good where they they then had a meeting with me. We're like, you have a lot of money sitting in your account, Ryback. I go, yes, I do. She goes, we think you should invest with us. I go, I think I'm going to read some books and learn how to invest myself. <laughs> and then I did. Um, but uh, eventually they got direct deposit. And uh, it was like, it was just life-changing on how much more convenient that was. And I was just baffled it took as long as it did with how big that they were. That literally didn't happen until some point when I was on the main roster. And then the the checks, everything just comes every Friday into your into your checking account. Uh, it shows up. And then they would still mail you the weekly pay stub and all that, the breakdown of the, the shows and all that. But the money would go into your account directly, which still like royalties and things, even though they, that stuff is all, I think I made like 800 and something dollars on royalties last year from them. Like it was... You know, I went from getting up six figure checks on royalties to to that. So it is what it is. You know, even my punishment period, my royalty checks were 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 solid. And uh, but that they, those have those have come down, but those go into the don't go into the direct deposit still. And then I'll get like the the breakdown of the royalties of of how you get paid for everything. Whereas if I was those royalties, if they were using me in the video game still and paying me and, you know, I'd be making a lot, lot more, but that's, this is what I tell you. They don't want me making any money. They want to make an example out of me. They've taken away. They made sure that they weren't going to pay me anything. And they've tried to cut off all my revenue streams, every one of them. And it's, it's the game. It's I've already, it's like, Oh, these people are truly genuinely evil with it. But that's why I go get my, get my shoulder better, better and get back. And I go, you guys can't stop me from coming back. And you can't stop me from making connections and getting my stuff fixed. And then when that happens, it's all going to come back full circle and hit you guys in the face way harder than you've ever imagined. But they're all getting their karma in different ways that have done the bad things. And it's, it's all, and more will come to them. I promise you it, they are not protected. Super chat coming in sugar, sugar, sweet sugar, sugar. I see you as well up there. Randy Craftman says, I'm trying to quit sugar, sugar soda. Do you feel like it's okay to drink uh, stevia soda every day as a replacement? Thank you. And I love your work ethic. Thank you very much, Randy. Yes, I do think the Zevias will be a lot better choice for you. The, the, and there's other stevia sodas out there. The Zevias are my favorite. Um, that alone. Haven't, you know, I, 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 I have a couple usually most days. So every once in a while, it'll just be one, but, and there's some days I do three and I space them out and I drink a ton of water with it, but, uh, or, or I'll do two and I'll do like a, a carbonated water. The, 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 um, I get them at the natural grocers. I got like a watermelon mint organic, uh, flavored water with, uh, just no calories, no sweeteners or anything just, and, uh, like stuff like that is, is great to have on hand. It is far, far better than, than drinking that just drinking your calories and that, that, that stuff, there's no health benefit to, to regular soda. And I get it. It tastes, it tastes good. And, but you can, I'm telling you, if you try the Zevia and if you have a whole foods in your area, whole foods sells them. A lot of the big stores sell them now. They're way bigger than they used to be. And, uh, you're going to, you're going to one cut down on those calories and all that sugar. And you just find a flavor that you like or the flavors that you like on it. 
it's going to make a world of difference. I've never heard anybody say that that switched over to Zevia where they're like, man, I regret that decision. It just is a matter of you just got to find the ones that you like and that you're more prone to drink. And hey, maybe you still every once in a while, maybe once a week, man, you do a regular soda. Try to do it after a workout as possible. That way, at least, you know, right with with in, with a with a good low fat, high protein meal. At least then it's being used a little better at that point in time, right? So, or you do it, you do it consistently after a workout if you just you can't get off of it. But I would try to to get away from it as much as possible. Oh, Curtis is just saying on my videos, just reactions. Yeah, I do that on all my all. That's what I do a lot on on TikTok and on Instagram. And uh, usually, I use TikTok primarily as my my creator app. And then I've got I've got other apps that remove the watermarks, and then I could post them on all the other accounts as fresh new content. And with already though with the with the writing on it and whatever the song choice. Sometimes I'll, on YouTube, I'll use the YouTube music so that they keep it everything and they don't mess with it. But uh, yeah, I do that a lot, but I don't do it for YouTube long. Like, I mean, I'll have to see, maybe I'll look into it and I'll see how people, some people are recording it and see if there's anything I have thought about, you know, for the pay-per-views and things, just doing a watch along where I have it on my tablet where you guys can't see it. And, uh, but keep the sound down. Cause obviously with the sound, they could get you on here and just give my commentary during the match. I go, that would be unique to do, uh, you know, once a month for a different type of contact contact for the shows. Uh, but I, I part of me, too, just like I do so much content as is. I kind of just enjoy just watching when I watch those. And and I don't always watch the whole thing. I watch just the matches that I want to watch. And, but, hey, I could still do that maybe just with one match, right? That would actually probably get more views. Ryback commentary reacts to the Roman Reigns, Sami Zayn main event, right? That's it could be even a video I could even do at any point. Maybe I do do that and, and put it up and just see. Like crying at the end, the Sammy finish reminds me of my finish with Punk. I, I will fake cry, but really cry. Work everybody. Like Ryback breaks down. That'll be on all the dirt sheets. Reliving past. It's not a horrible idea at all. And then it's like, guys, no, I, I said on my channel. And then nobody will believe it. It's like the polls. Like, no, no, no. We told you to retire. It doesn't matter that you chose to put it and had all these supplement uh, deals going on that you said that you were doing it for. No, 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 no. Those are real. Those are real. No, 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 guys. No, they're not. No, they're not. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Alto says, why are you wearing headphones? Uh, because I'm just jamming the music during the whole show. Just No, sometimes every once in a while, I, well, I used to have guests and talk and all the sound is synced up through the soundboard and but if i ever invite anybody to come on i could i have the headphones on already it's just more of a at this point in time uh it's just a routine that i've done i've been doing this show since 2016 in the different formats and they were there was uh i forget i don't we didn't wear them did we wear them right away i don't think we wore them right away until it wasn't until I think I got the studio that I started using them because we used to record me and Phoenix in the kitchen. Um, but we would, uh, which I just talked to her again the other day. I told you guys that yesterday, which I have not responded back to her last voicemail. I got to get back to her. Um, 
but then it wasn't until I had my studio built that I, I switched to the headphones because I would I would interview guests over on here, whether it was through Skype or through StreamYard, and, which I will again. There'll be people on at some point, but no, it's not a matter. I would love you know. Look, there'd be nothing more than I want than to have all this stuff over and done with. The the, the unfortunate reality is is I, I I I truly believe Hunter is genuinely scared because they've done so much wrong. They know how much wrong they've done, and they know that that I. And I know on my past encounters with it, it is, we'll see. We'll see if at some point in time they choose to, to, he has a, you know, chooses to be a good human being, but I can't work for people that are, that, that have done what they've done. And I know what I know with that, not right now. And that I've always said, and they knew it. They go, if the wrongs of the past are righted, I am, I'm at a stage and I'm more than I, I want. You don't think I want all this to be over with. You think this benefits me? You can't let somebody stab you in the back and shoot you and then try to actually kill you. And then just be like, no, 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 no. I'm just going to come back and act like it never happened. And you're probably going to do it again. No, 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 no. It doesn't work that way. I don't have to let it work that way with it. I just need to get healthy and get ready. I, I told you guys this. I've talked about this. I can make more money if I just strategically do the right bookings on the independents and have the matches recorded that they'll do and use them on Ryback TV and do my own stuff, have the my own promos and everything on my channel, and as well as being paid well for all my stuff, guys. And, and I already am fine on with my business. It's just going to, I can just go do what I love. I don't have to go back to TV. Now, I want, if I'm doing this, I would, I, I obviously I want it. it. It benefits me being on, on TV in multiple ways with that but you don't have to i've got my own merch i've got all my trademarks i can make all my stuff and go travel the world once again and be and do it at my own leisure hey i only want to go do one main event this month on this or i want to go do one match this month hey you know what hey you know what let's, let's get some buzz let's book me and, and, and will osprey and, and let's go kill it and get a get a, some get a good match for ryback tv this month can go do it it's not gonna so we'll see once documentation once i get cleared for my shoulder and i will announce when i'm cleared most likely unless it's something that i'm not going to announce uh and then we'll go from there and i'm training harder and harder i'm in fantastic shape i look i, I would say i look better than anyone on tv right now or close to it i i am i am i'm in top top shape and i'm getting in in better and better shape on it and getting more explosive and uh and that's not even training full blown yet. Like but this shoulder just keeps getting better and better. So we're going to be fine with it. We'll see. Do I think Mike's skills are is the most important skill for a pro wrestler? Pro wrestler and Mike is M I C buddy. He spelled Mike M I K E, which is fine. It's but a uh, Mike microphone M I C with that the uh, spelling bee champion is correcting you there jt mcwilliams elementary school uh <laughs> it's not the first time i brought that up out here in my glory days uh peaked in elementary it's president of my elementary school i don't know if i've told you guys that as well i promised uh the way that i got voted into the president of jt mcwilliams during fifth grade which by the way straight e citizenship straight a's that year and um I won best sportsman. I had the best attitude. And that was, that was a great sport. I helped others while also helping myself. 
Uh, but I promised uh, I promised the other kids in school more more tether balls, more basketballs for the basketball courts, and uh, and man, I covered most of school with that. And uh, also the snacks. So I hit up the, the all the kids that played sports, and all the kids' food is always a boy to people's hearts. I promised them better snacks in the food line, and I, I listed. I had the snacks. And I, I had them listed, the things that I thought that would be better. Unanimous decision. I ran away with that fifth grade presidency. There was there was no shady activities, no voter fraud going on there. Just a clean sweep. Great year for me, fifth grade. <laughs> oh, man. What was the question now? But Mike's skills, before I went off on a rant of my peak years. Uh yeah, I think Mike's skills are very important for a wrestler. I think you can get by without them. I think the people that don't necessarily have good Mike skills, and even people that you see that get a little better at promos as they do them more, sometimes it's just they just don't – they, they can talk all day long. They're just not comfortable with what for whatever reason. And it, it's rightfully so. I don't know if you guys know this or not. It, it is it is a true art to be able to, to be comfortable talking in front of a lot of people, to do it naturally, to do it. And, and just to go on, on things where you're mem- memorizing lines and, and acting and reacting at different times. And if it was easy and everybody would be doing it. And, but the, I think, you know, like, you know, like a Chris Benoit type who was, who was never known. I always thought Chris was fine talking. He was very intense. And I, I like, I never, ever had any issues, but he was always somebody that, that wasn't as uh, maybe as charismatic, right. And things and a very intense, serious character, you know, even if, if you want to put, you know, in, in guys that, that aren't the just for whatever reason, they could benefit greatly. You know, Umaga, Umaga with Armando Estrada was a perfect example of the that was a perfect pairing, man. Such a great pairing. And Armando was such a good speaker and, and had a great gimmick for himself. And Umaga wasn't speaking. And so that really allowed them to do such good business with him. Man, he had he was I really, really I enjoyed that character and I enjoyed his run. And um, with that, and so that's like a good example of like where having the right manager with the right guy, and you know, too, and especially too, if you've got a younger guy coming up and very, you know, AEW, they've got some pretty big guys that I've seen that aren't really doing much, but they're like learning still and they're on the dark shows or the internet shows, right? You know, there's nothing wrong with putting one of those guys with, with somebody on one of those dark shows and let them start going on a run. And just see if, and, and just see, but or trying it with multiple people and seeing who who starts catching on a little bit, and bring that to, to the main show with it, and, and let them get comfortable in that with not having all the pressure directly on them, but let them get those kinks out with somebody. I'd be trying some of that down there in the darks. I think there's a real, real opportunity if you're under, under contract with AEW, and you're and you're you're kind of trying to find your way, and you know, I I would try to pitch just getting getting finding a way and i'm not saying be you and estrada but find a way to make something your own i think there's a you know a good place for that look at what the show's lacking on the main shows or what can you know you start getting something over down there this is what it, the formula was always with wwe and developmental i would just look at that those shows as the developmental as a way and that's not a knock or anything it's just that it is a way to hone your craft and to you you want to be able to get over if you get over on those, the right people are going to take notice, and they're like, "Why isn't this on our TV show?" And that's how like TV always was. It was very competitive and very um, 
you know, even in, in, in WWE, in FCW, OVW, getting on those shows was not easy. Like you had to be like cream of the crop for the most part and or like on the company's radar list of like high potential. And uh, it, it was it was not easy with that. And uh, that's why if you got, you're down there with AEW and you're doing those and the, it's that those are that's the place to try some stuff and try it for a while and, and, and but you want to always look and just see what what doesn't the show have that I could offer the show as a whole what kind of character could I do what's going on in the world right now you know with with the way with online what what's something you know just with how people society's behavior trends what's something that I can do and implement into a character that is true to me and, and, and make it work. But, uh, would I ever take a job as creative, like a, a writer or producer? I don't think, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I'm so everything I'm doing. My goal obviously is with everything I'm doing in my life with this and, and my business and growing that bigger and bigger and bigger and getting back to doing what I need to do. I think at some point in time, once, I have fulfilled what I need to fulfill or want to fulfill uh, on that end as a, as a wrestler, physical actor sort of deal. Uh, if there's room to to do a little bit of that, yeah, I think otherwise it's just doing what I'm doing now and just give suggestions or what I think or how I view things. And, you know, I don't, I wouldn't want to have to, you know, that would be, unless that was all that I was doing. If I wasn't wrestling, then obviously that's something it's like kind of having like a little side job on top of all my other jobs on that where, you know, but like writing in that stuff, there's a lot that, you know, it, it depends on, there's so much that goes into that. And, and one, I've never done that. And, and, you know, I've never been in those creative meetings and yeah, I, I wouldn't, there was no, there's no way I would have been able to ever do that for Vince, not with the way that he, he would rip up stuff and, and, and say, I, I, my time was, would, I would not take the disrespect, but those people, that's why I said they had, you, you tell somebody, those writers have the hardest job in the world where you tell somebody to draw you a picture and they, they, they draw you a picture and they take days to draw this beautiful picture. You know, you say, oh, we want to, we want to see the, a beautiful picture of the, of the sun in, in the ocean with seagulls and just, you know, tropical environment uh, people by the beach and you take your time and you specifically like, really, really draw this beautiful picture exactly as they asked. And they get that picture and they, Oh, I don't like that anymore. And they rip it up, draw me another picture, make it different. You know, you might work on it hard still, but if it happens again and happens again, eventually, and I've told this before, you're just going to draw stick figures and like here, do what you want with it. Do what you want. You, you, you know what I mean? I've already given you too much of my time and energy. I can't keep doing this because it's not it's not going anywhere. And that is what, what being a writer under Vince was from everything that I had seen from people and what they told me directly that, that I dealt with on that. So, and I don't think that's that way in, in, the, in the companies now. And I'm, I can guarantee you Hunter's not that way because he's lived it for a big chunk of his life. So I'm sure he likes more stability and, and things to he, at least more respectful of people in their time because he's lived it. So, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I enjoy, you know, this and, and thinking of things. And But we used to do this too. I, I tell you, when we used to sit, me and Cody, and we, uh, 
the crew down at OVW, Ohio Valley Wrestling, we'd always, it was uh, me, Cody, and a, and a few other guys. And uh, we'd watch WWE classics on demand. This was before the network and anything. And uh, we'd always watch wrestling. There was, there would be, uh, there'd be some, some uh, smoking going on. And this was, they, they invited me into this crew and I never had done anything like that. And then, it was, uh, I've told these stories. It was, it was fun. This is before anything. This was nothing was, there was no, no, no testing or anything. It was, it was, uh, it was just dudes that loved wrestling, would watch wrestling, talk wrestling. We'd talk storylines in, in OVW creatively. We would talk, we would talk ideas for, for TV. We would think like, it was just, it was, it's fun to like look back at that and to see how, you know, I go, man, what a, that's why I'm so happy for everything with Cody. And he's a very creative guy. And like, but man, it's like we go back to when we were young and he's a little younger than me. I think he's a few years younger, two or three years, maybe four. And he, uh, but we always, we always got along well. And like, but that, that was the vibe and the environment and, you know, guys that loved wrestling. And that, that was it. We'd be wrestling, wrestling practice all day. You go to wrestling practice. You get up, you go to wrestling practice, you go through the day. You, if you stay a little, sometimes you just leave, you go get your, your lunch because you're done for the day. But we were never done for the day. That was the thing. We So we would do our, our practices on the days, whatever those were, without snow. We'd go get lunch. We'd go to like a, a Qdoba. We'd all, we, 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 I was around guys constantly, just, we were just talking, wrestling, BSing, eating, go our separate ways, go get our workouts in. We'd re, rejoin at where my place tonight. Usually it was my place or one of the other guys a couple times. We'd go to that Domino's a lot too. We'd go to his place. But but a lot of the times it was in my, my little studio in uh, Mallard Crossing, I think it was, in Louisville, Kentucky. And uh, I lived on the second floor. Aaron Stevens lived right next to me. There were two doors down. And uh, Damian Sandow, as you guys know him, I knew him from WWE. Uh Rene Dupree used to live down at the bottom across the street. I'd see him smoking out of an apple occasionally. <laughs> um, and uh, but we would we'd get back together and for hours and and talk wrestling and and like and, and watch wrestling. Uh, you know, it was we those were good days. So it's cool to like fast forward and you see things and uh, you know I'm, I'm happy the way everything worked out. But I too I laugh when I see like people that go. Like, you know, you don't love wrestling and they don't understand what has happened or what's gone on. And I go, how come I'm friends and get along with all the guys that love wrestling? So what you guys think, like Daniel Bryan loves wrestling. Cody loves wrestling. Like, how is it that these guys that love wrestling, do you think they would want to hang out with me if I didn't love wrestling? If I, if I hated wrestling or like some of the people tried to say, and they came up with conveniently where I go, when did, when did I ever like say I hated wrestling? So. But yeah, those were good times. But I don't know if I'd ever want to go full blown on that writer. <laughs> Little guy and Sophie are doing good. We just took them to the park. I took them to the park and got my coffee earlier. It's it was forty one degrees outside Vegas. It's very cold. I got to go wash my car. I told you yesterday, my car is so dirty on the outside. I I don't like having a dirty car. I it was like. I get a little self conscious of it because people that recognize me are like, they're like, oh, Ryback's right driving a dirty car, and but it was like, no, no, it rained and the dirt and the wind. It, like I keep it dirt. I keep I go through the car wash multiple times a week, guys. But uh, so I got to go do that before I go to the gym.
Uh, let's see here. Guys on the dark matches, do those guys have to get over in order to get on TV? Or have you seen an exception to that rule that worked out? No, I think for, well, no, if they have plans for you to get you to TV, then, then no, the, the, the darks, I mean, you want to be performing well. You want, you want to be going out there wrestling and doing what they, how they want to see you perform as far as the wrestling. You don't want to be out there like messing up or forgetting things or missing your times. You know what I mean? So like you're, those are, it's important on those things. It's very important all that to, to be able to, that that's the kind of that's another point I'll make too. People that are on those shows on that hit your times. It, it that's a super big thing. I always prided myself on like I have a really good internal clock. I I always kind of have, but wrestling made it even better. And it is I always took pride in always coming in around my time. Really, and like oh, great, great on the time, great. Like they they appreciate that because they can trust you on TV in any segment. Whereas somebody that constantly goes over. I remember girls on there would go, some of the girls would go over sometimes like 10, 15 minutes on things. Like I'm talking some crazy, crazy numbers at times. And you're just like, it messes up the whole show. It's the most selfish thing you could do as a performer. And there's going to be exceptions to the rule where sometimes maybe on like a promo where the crowd for Sammy is just not stopping. That's an exception that everybody's like, okay, like it's, that's such a cool moment. Yeah. You could try to cut it off, you know, and, and get going, but it's like, take it in also but but you know you want wrestling and other things with everything all you want to be able to try to hit your time so that's another place to really really hone that skill and, and have an idea have that five minute clock in your head have that 10 minute clock but really i say have a five minute clock if you know what five minutes feels like you could just add on you know you know how you know what 10 15 20 so if you could just feel get good at knowing what five minutes feels like while in that wrestling setting it will it will carry over and then when you do longer matches you'll have an idea where you're always at you'll always be within striking distance if you kind of you get good at that that's what i found anyways with it but uh you know if they have plans for you and things but my thing is there'd be no denying if you're just going and like say they have you under contract it's not a great contract and you're you're doing one of the internet shows and there's a lot of guys doing the internet shows you know but that you're on it every week or most weeks like you want to be you want to be getting over you need to, if you're going out there and then people, because then people that too, that watch those shows of the internet, you want to get that buzz. And if you're on social media and hustling on it, you can get really over on your own, just as you would if you were on the independence. But now you're on this big promotion. They have an internet show that's watched by a certain amount of people. At least you're more, you have a more of a chance of being known. So uh, it, it's, but yeah, you know, if WWE, the way WWE, if you're just doing dark matches, you know, in, in the way that it was, nobody really knew this. Like, whereas now people might have an idea who somebody is on dark matches, you know, but if they're doing darks and they're not recording them and nobody's really getting footage, that's kind of hard to, you just to, to be, to get over. But if you're on one of the internet shows like AEW dark or that, like, that's different. You're being seen. So you want to get over on that. So here's another guy. Kyle says, uh, Kyle, I actually want to, I'm going to bring you on this show real quick, Kyle. Will you, and I'm not going to be mean to you. I'm not going to attack you. 
I, I genuinely want to have a conversation with somebody like you. And I'm going to read what you said. You said, weren't you meant to retire? You took a poll and said you would respect the results. Literally just talked about this on this show prior. What I'm going to do is I'm going to, let me see here, get that link. Let me copy this link here for you, buddy. Kyle, I want you to come on. I want people to hear your thought process on this. After everything that I've, I've repeatedly said, this is for Kyle. Kyle, please click on this link in the comments and, and join the Ryback show. Let me see if I can get him in here. Kyle, click that link right here where it says on, where for me on Ryback TV. It will invite you into the show, and then I have to bring you in still. So you're not going to be on right away. But I think this is important. Kyle, just come on real quick. You can even cover your face. Put a, put a bag over your head if you want. Cut the eyes out in the mouth and just come on. We're doing a live show here, pal. I said come on! Come on, Kyle. You're gonna. This is very important, Kyle, for me to have a conversation with somebody that actually is saying what you're saying on this. I'm giving you a perfect opportunity for that portion of people that that say that I should retire based off of my feed me more nutrition pulse that I put retire in each and every single one and have explained countlessly on why that I did that. And it was a great marketing tactic and got me seeing a lot of organic traffic that I was not being seen on Twitter every time. Kyle, I'm not, I'm I'm genuinely going to just be nice to you, Kyle. I'm not, I'm not upset. I'm in a good mood. I'm laid back. I'm cool, calm, collected. I'm chill. I've got the four C's going right now, Kyle. Come on to the Ryback show. Uh Triple H, you're not the fiend saying, let me in. Let me in. I want to talk to you, Ryback. Yeah, it is a bad look for Kyle. Kyle, is, this is this is what I, I like to show you guys how like people like trolls and people that are trying to be mean. And I think it's uh, good to have conversations with them sometime and let people actually see. Because I already know what it is. I've dealt with it. I, I am a troll expert at this point. Uh, somebody says, hey, big guy, are there any older, older, you put older three times, so you, how old are you talking here, man? Older ladies that you have a celebrity crush on that uh, can still get it. For me, I couldn't go older than Dolly Parton. I'd have to look at a recent photo of Dolly. I thought I saw one a while, but I have to look. Um, and, and I follow, we follow each other on socials. I've not, I've not yet to, I've never had her on her show. She has a show too. Lisa Ann, Lisa Ann, the, uh, I've always, but she's not even like that old. She's, she still looks absolutely amazing on everything, but she would, she's older than she was when obviously when she was, uh, acting the, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, Lisa Ann, no hesitation. Yeah, Kyle, I don't think Kyle's going to come in. Let's try it one more time. Try one more paste here. 
Kyle, maybe you didn't see the link. It's right there again. If you could just click that link, Kyle, and come on in and have a conversation with me. You get to be on the Ryback Show. You can plug your channel, get a lot more subscribers. Like, I'll promise you maybe one subscriber. Super Chat Nemesis says, I bought a piano. Look at you. Congratulations. I hope you use it. I'd, uh, I don't have a, I don't, I don't know if I, I've never been fascinated with like music and I love music. I love listening to music, but I've never like had the drive or desire to uh, learn music. And uh, like I saw like Wade Barrett, Stu playing the guitar on his Instagram a few weeks back. And I'm just like, I, I, I'm amazed because like, I just, when I don't, I, I, I know what would it pay off for me. There's nothing. I'm going to want to go do, I'm not going to go get a gig booking. I'm not going to go make money doing it. And it's like, I would rather just listen to somebody else playing it than me actually doing it. Um, but at my, my extent of music goes, what are those little deals in elementary school? The little, little, the, I had a little harmonica when I was a kid that I would just blowing annoyingly had no musical, you know, nothing, no, 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 uh, I shouldn't say none, but I no drive to have a, just uh, didn't have a passion for playing music. But that I had that harmonica, I had that little thing from elementary school, the little what are they called? The recorder, the little recorder deal. Played that, and then we had to play like a concert for our parents once. We all had to learn all these songs in sync. Oh, it was miserable. I just wanted to play kickball and tetherball all the time, but uh, I did it. We did great. And then in sixth grade, oh, this was really, you want to know what's real? In sixth grade, they said, H.P. Fitzgerald, they took a group of us and made us go to the sixth, this elementary school that had a sixth grade, while all my other friends went to the R.O. Gibson Middle School that had sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. R.O. Gibson was right down the street from our house, but they said, nope, your zone has to go now drive all the way to Northtown Vegas, and this this H.P. Fitzgerald in the middle of nowhere in the ghetto, and... Uh, and, and they go, oh, you're gonna have to, you have to play, you have to play a, you have to use, you have to play an instrument for sixth grade. It's required. It's required learning. So I had to play. I, I picked the trombone. I had to like memorize music. We had to go march in a damn parade. Me, little big guy, just playing the trombone. Man, that was it. After that, I was like, I, I'm never picking up an instrument again. Never again. And we'd all just sit in band class, just practicing together. I, you want to talk about miserable? Oh, absolutely miserable. So I just, it's just not my thing. Lisa Ann is goaded. Fantastic actress. Amazing actress. Amazing actress. Very convincing mom. <laughs> oh, man. I love it when I really laugh on her. Yeah, Kyle must have been a burner account. Let's see here. Sugar Sugar says, I'm going to make Chad go against Lesnar, Strowman, Lashley, and Goldberg in a four-on-one tornado handicap match. <laughs> uh Man, have you ever been to Croatia? No, I have not. Not that I, I can remember. Kyle needs a meat hook clothesline and a shell shock if he isn't going to get on. Yeah, I don't know what the deal is with Kyle. He uh, he just wanted to come in and, and say that, and then he 
he's he's sitting there. I feel like he's still he's still he's sitting there like thinking like maybe I should do it, but he's nowhere. He goes, that bag over the head's not a bad idea, but th- there's other issues that are stopping him. So thank you for saying I'm your hero. I appreciate that. Uh, do you think Butch should go back to Pete Dunn uh, within the next year? I like him with that. I don't know if they're uh, the – well, they had the, the group of Sheamus. I know they're doing the Sheamus, Drew, and, and Gunther for Mania, right? But the brawling buddies, uh, oh, maybe hopefully they'll be involved in a tag match deal there. I like the deal with him. You know, you got it, it's you know it's a difficult thing, and obviously he's playing a character that is maybe a little bit little little more gimmicky, right? But uh, you know, if he was, he's not necessarily wrestling. Is he any singles matches? You know. If he, if they were just to say, say they split them apart, but he keeps the name and, and the aspects of that character, and keeps a certain unique look and, and, and behavior to him, you know, and but he goes out there and wrestles and, and, and like he would Pete Dunne, and but like but keep his gimmick in there, you could be more over. It's just a matter of what opportunities you get. You know, it, it's also tough. He, he is he's he's not the biggest guy, right? And that so it's it's sometimes and that's just the way that it is. And that, whereas if they don't have a lot of other guys for you to work with, and that's the one thing in wrestling, what I said, like, but booking guys appropriately for the roles that are the most believable for them, you know, it's, it's just a matter of finding the right place and where that person, that talent is fulfilled and happy creatively and physically and, and just mentally and that, and that the, the, the company benefits from and it, and it doesn't sacrifice the business. And I think the more often that can get right is it, it makes the business better for everyone. So, you know, I don't know what, what does he do if he goes back to Pete Dunn and and what's where's where's he fit in on the grand grand scheme of things? Because look, everyone too in this today, everyone so everyone wrestles. Almost everyone wrestles. Like we, anyone could wrestle and do that. You got to What else is there? You know, and maybe that you know they're doing this and giving him this, and that can help him further even if he's not that same character be something else to or it can help him creatively moving forward if there are other other areas ways to go hello hello kyle's from south park and he got killed off we're gonna go ahead and shell shock the other one out of here not even not even gonna entertain you. Who in who in your opinion opinion is the best wrestler turned actor? I think they're all great. I don't fall for. I think that stuff is all clickbait. Like just I don't. I don't they're all doing good in their own way. That's my answer. Someone said that must be Chad Gable. No, I don't know who the Chad was in here, but uh, he's gone. I actually have Chad Gable. He messaged me. I got my number from, this was years ago. I think he wanted to get a cold tub, and the WWE trainers knew that I had a cold tub, and they messaged me and asked me if it was cool if they gave him my number. I go, yeah, uh, talk to him, and he was just asking some questions about it. Very nice. He seems like a, I, I would get along with him well. I like it. He's, I like to him a lot. He's, he's 
even though he's on the smaller side, but he looks he looks amazing. But he he's he's a physical wrestler, and he's got the background. But he could actually physically like it doesn't. I, he reminds me of like even though he's smaller than them. But like when I would watch like Benoit and Malenko in WCW, I never looked at them. And even though Benoit got more jacked up WWE, but it Dean was jacked up in WCW. But they were on the smaller side still by all accounts compared to the, over, the overall rosters. I never looked at them and, and ever thought they were like, I never viewed them as small guys. I enjoyed, I enjoyed watching them. They were up there with my favorites to watch. And it was because of how, how they wrestled with that. So that's what Chad, I like, he's, he's a physical wrestler. You could just have the guy, anyone that looks like that too. And obviously with the wrestling background, he just, you could tell it just, he, he has a good, a great work ethic. <sighs> Do I think Roman should keep the titles even after WrestleMania? You know, it, it, it's a, I don't know what what the overall plan is is, but you know, with Cody, it's uh, you know, it's interesting because we hear all this talk, and I don't know, I'm not there, so we can only see we see the rumors and stuff on Twitter and people saying that the Rock that was originally going to be the plan, and then the Rock couldn't didn't have time because of his commitments and the XFL and other movies to be ready for a WWE match with Roman. And then the plans, according to that, like kind of changed to Cody. So then if Cody wasn't in those original plans, you know, what are the odds that he's the, you know, was the plan for the rock to, to get the titles off of Roman or to put Roman over to really see, see him at Roman. Right. So if that was the intended goal with the rock, what then all of a sudden changes that creative of wanting to make Roman higher, very possible Cody gets fed into that to, to play that role. It's very possible. Now, do I think that? I don't know with it. I, Cody, with everything in his story, I think it, I think for Cody's sake, you want it to happen. There's no better stage for it to happen. For it not to happen, then and even if it's three or four months down the line, it's not at WrestleMania, but if it happened, it's happening still, and it's all part of a bigger picture for Cody. Not not that big of a deal, but still, you always you don't want to wait on this stuff. You like I said, it would be a huge weight lifted off of him achieving that, and uh, so I hope for his sake it is. I hope he he gets that moment, and they and looking at how what happened with Sammy, but we've seen is the Cody storyline more important than the Roman because whatever the storyline that is the most important. And the person that is the most important, that is that is what is protected the most. So if Rock was supposed to put Roman over, because the intention is we're going to make Roman, he's never going to be the 17-time the WWE champion, but he's going to have the longest reign in history. What if that is the goal? Like in just all out flat, they want him to be a thousand days. Whatever it is, they want him to, you know what I mean? Something, it's, uh, they want it to be, 2000 days you just whatever it is you don't we don't know with that so it, that's why we'll have to wait and see but i think with the cody storyline it's like and then sammy not getting it are they saving it for cody at mania it'll be a, it'll be what a way to close the show right it'd be a really cool moment cool way to close the show but we've seen roman close that show how many times already politics in, in, in physical theater, man. Yeah. 
You know, I, I genuinely don't know where the Bray Wyatt storyline with Uncle Howdy is going to go. I do. I could see. I, I, I could see that that picking up steam after WrestleMania here once again. Um, I don't know. I don't know where it goes though, and I don't know. You know, there's going to be if, if Bo Dallas is Uncle Howdy, which by all accounts most people believe that it is. I, I think that it is. You know, I want to see the development of of, of Bo Dallas with his brother on how that dynamic is going to work. Right. Because we gotta, we gotta see, we have to see that. And, you know, do they, do they become a tag team and, and go for the tag titles is what it, it's a tough thing. I don't, I don't know what the, with Alexa bliss being figured in, what the goal of the group is going to be. Are there going to be other members? You know, it's uh it's it's tough. That's where the creative stuff is. And, you know, you're dealing with you know, and, and Bray has been champion before. But when you're dealing with something, and if it gets over, and then you want the goal to usually be something where it's going for a championship. If not, you got to stay away from it and just make sure you have really good creative of storylines with who you're targeting and keeping yourself in 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 the in, in the the grand scheme of things and, and storyline wise, but not get lost behind the big storyline as well and. It's a difficult thing. Ryback, why don't you return at WrestleMania and face Brock Lesnar, the beast versus the big men? Well, it's the big guy, first of all, Virat. Um, trademarked. Yeah, maybe I'll just hop in my vehicle and drive down to LA the day of. I'll get there a little early. I'll just I'll have my gear on. I'll just walk in and uh be ready to go. And uh when I, I'll go up to the board and I'll just erase when it says Brock Lesnar versus Omos, it's 11 minutes. And I'll just cross off Omos's, erase it and put Ryback, Brock versus Ryback. And I'll go, hey, see out there, beast. And uh, hey, hey, hit my music. And then we're good. We're back. It's as simple as that. That's all that, right? Four and a half, four hours away from LA. Easy, my man, easy. Thank you very much, No Name. Very nice comment. You say you still remember uh, me versus John Cena ambulance match. Stayed up late watching it as a kid. Uh, where'd it go? I already lost it. Stayed up late watching it as a kid. You were one of the best wrestlers I've ever seen. I hope you return. Thank you very much. I always appreciate the kind comments from you guys. Thank you. What are my opinions on death matches? Um, you know, I don't, I don't, people are going to do what they want to do. People are going to go watch what they want to watch. You know, I don't, um, I just, I don't, I, I would have no desire or anything to, to want to do things that like, I just don't, don't have to. And I just think, you know, but if certain people like, there's just people out there that, are, that live lives and they, they they like hurting themselves in ways and pain. And I have a really high pain tolerance. I can go do that stuff. I've done probably far worse than they have to my body with my injuries and the pain with the things, the real injuries. So, but I don't want to be, you know, getting staples put into my head because I, I, I like keeping myself together and presentable and I don't want to have scars all over my body and, uh, you know getting break broken glass and doing things and 
why. But hey, if you like doing that, as long as it doesn't doesn't affect me in any way, shape, or form, no problemo. Hey, you want me to power bomb you on all that? I gladly will do so. And then we'll leave it at that. Somebody says, Robert says, I once seen you in the airport after a show. Um, just said, hey, in a quick head nod, because my dad said you'd respect that more than causing a huge crowd after a show. Uh, you gave me a head nod back. Yeah, thank you very much. And your dad is a smart man. That That is, anytime I talk about this with people, though, that that just, they go, hey, Ryback, what's up? I go, hey, man. And I just, I, I instantly, I'm like, man, it's nice to see that there's people that, because that's what I would do if I was going to say anything. If I'm walking and I see someone, I go, hey, Arnold. And that's, that's it. And, and Ryback, get over here. I haven't seen you in years. The physique is 290 pounds. And uh, yeah, yeah. Or thanks, Arnold. Good to see you. You're looking good still. Not as good as your prime, but you're still looking good. The uh, I love Arnold. But, uh, you know, I just think that's the better better thing to do. And then, then to it's fine p- pictures and things. I, I I don't I don't particularly I don't do that and don't. And but everyone's different, especially with kids and things. But you know the people though that I don't think people understand though that, and it's and I understand because I grew up watching and like there's people though that have a special meaning to your life and I know from meeting enough fans, and I, I realize I got to go. Oh, I've impacted people's lives in a significant way. Certain people. And, and, you know, if they get an opportunity where they, you know, and that's what I've learned and over the meet and greets and stuff, and it's more than just wrestling, right? But that's not always, it's not everybody. That Those are select people. And then there's others that just want the photo and, like, they don't even know if they've just seen you. They don't really know you or care, but they just want to go post it on social media. But people don't realize sometimes, though, that when you do come over to someone, if you're in, like, a area where there's other people, the moment that you stop and do one photo or you know what I mean? It then instantly lets everyone know, oh, I can go get one too. And and there's there are the people that go, oh, I'm not going to bother. I know he's probably just wants to work out. But most of them, they, that that thought goes out most people's thing. And they're like, oh, he's taking pictures. And they'll they'll come up at different points. And and it's fine. And it's usually if you're not, if it's in between a set, like, I, like now I don't listen to my meditation at the gym. And so it's yes every time on that. Just put my headphones off. We take the photo. They say hello quick conversation and, and usually off but um that stuff i always appreciate with that and uh because i don't think people understand too where people go it's usually just it's anywhere that you go and it, it depends it, it's varying level sometimes you can go somewhere and it's completely fine other times it's everyone in there knows who you are it's it's wild it's wild it, it, it could be hit or miss on just you never know with it i once went into a bar I met, this was many years ago. This was right after, I think, when I first left. I uh, met someone at a bar, a woman at a bar. And it was packed with people all the way around. And uh, I got up at some point. Nobody said anything. And, and, and we're just sitting there having drinks and, 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 and talking. Uh, I got up to go use the bathroom and and came back. And when I'd left, though, all the people at the bar at the Right back, and 
then she said like, oh, he's fine with if you. So when I came back, everybody like it was like it was so weird because everybody was paying attention. I was just clueless to it. It was packed with it. Like, like times like that can happen. And then other times it's like you can go somewhere and maybe nobody says anything and nobody watches wrestling and nobody. Know, you know what I mean? It's just it's hit or miss. So. But you always just appreciate more like just people. What's up? What's up? And. You know, not somebody, you just got to be careful this day and age, two people with their phones. I always watch and in, in, in watch people come over and have their phones on and recorders on just like, and I've had people come over and they have their phone recording and they'll, they'll be, they'll be trying to fave it and hide it and, you know, try to ask you like a, a, a marky dirt sheet question to see. And it's just like, you just shut it down. You don't even, don't even entertain it. It's, it's clear as day when they're doing it. Cause they'll try like, they're nervous and like, they try to say something. Hey, what's up? How you doing? Well, good to see you. Hey, what do you really think about Phil Brooks? It's like, what? <laughs> uh, Newport, thank you for the super chat. Super chats are always greatly appreciated on the Ryback show. Who were some of your favorite people to hang out with, party with during your time in the WWE? Well, it was I always got along with everybody, but the people which Ziggler just texted me. I have I have to get back after the show. Nemeth. Texted me a little bit ago. He's probably going to be in town because Justin Roberts is going to be here this weekend. So I'm hoping he is, and maybe I'll go meet them for the XFL game. Which Justin Roberts asked me if I want. He's he's doing the announcing for the XFL game this Saturday, and I didn't even know they had a game here. I didn't even know we had a team. <laughs> and uh, he goes, "Do you want to come? I can maybe get you in to do something." I go, "No, nah, I'm not doing anything till I'm ready. Till I'm back. I'm going to go get my shoulder worked on across town by my therapist for probably a couple hours on Saturday." And I got to do my shoulder session probably Sunday, the other one. on it. And I, I go, that's my number one priority. I go, it'd be great to come and meet Hook and Shell Shock a mascot or something or get the crowd, the Las Vegas crowd. Hopefully, it, it, I don't know. The XFL doesn't look like it's getting great attendance yet. Ask, you know, maybe the, the thousand people there are like, are you hungry? And then it's like silence because not everybody knows wrestling. And then I go again, I said, are you hungry and then look around the xfl crowd the, the vegas vipers nobody's saying anything and justin roberts is just standing there with a smirk on his face and then i go what do we say when we're hungry and i give an intense look at the crowd hoping to god somebody starts to feed me more chat but nobody does so it's more awkward silence and then i just feed me more but nobody repeats it so it's just me doing feed me more and i like yeah, justin i'll just stay out in case and wait but he's like, that was just a joke with that. Because I do that for wrestling crowds and that works. That didn't then everyone. But I say, XFL, you never know what you're going to get with the crowds or how the people. And I just, but uh, I just, but hopefully if they go, I might may, I might make an exception and go to the game if, if, if Ziggler's coming too to go see them. Because I faved him a couple times because I'm so far away the last couple times. But Ziggler, I love, me and Justin Roberts always got along great. Uh, Wade Barrett, Stu. You know, uh, all the Nexus guys, when we traveled together initially early on, Cody, Daniel Bryan, I traveled with for a brief period, got along great with them, a lot of laughter, uh, but like always traveled alone after that. And, and, and it was all business. And, but at the arenas, anyone around, if I was sitting with Kofi, just laughing, being stupid. And, and uh, I just love laughing. I love being sarcastic. And like, I bust my balls. They bust my balls. I bust their balls. We have a good time. We're serious. But it's, it, you know, it's like that with, with whoever the group's, when Heath is around, I talk to him a bit still. So it's, it's you know, 
but those are the 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 ones. Me and Ziggler have gone out the most though, as far as guy. Uh, uh, me and Wade's right behind him on eating out and going out to eat. But uh, me and Zigman, we've 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 gone to a bunch of Hooters over the years, and he's going to Vegas, and we've been out partying a couple times in Vegas. One time with Ziggler, this was with I think Hornswoggle was there. Ziggler, the WWE doctor, Doc Amon. Uh, Justin Roberts, I think, was there. I think we were in somewhere in Texas. It was close to Mexico. After a SmackDown show. So it was the last show. We're all going to our flights going home early in the morning. So we all go out after the show. And this was a very rare thing. This was this happened once in Vegas, too. Wild night. Regret the amount of money I paid for WWE writers, strip club, beer, alcohol money. We had I had rooms rented out. Like it was. It was the, the SmackDown I made evented with Daniel Bryan, I think, here in Vegas, and I was a heel. We all went out after the show. I had already had my stuff ready to go because I'm in town. I'm home for two days, so I, I don't have to travel anywhere. But I had my I had a room booked at the Hard Rock because nobody's driving. So it was we all got ready, met out for drinks at the Hard Rock, went out, and, and that's another story with that. But in Texas, we got uh, a strip club, and then we end up back at, at – some of the dancers house and we're having drinks in their kitchen. And uh, we find out like th- th- there's shady stuff going on in this home. There's like a room filled with a bunch of babies or like young kids. And we didn't know, like at the time, like they said, they, they, there was a lot of women, I think living there. And like, it was, we were all so drunk. And I, I so I don't even know how I remember. It just seemed crazy. It just seemed crazy. And I remember we all were like, we had to like, get rides to the airport to all go our separate ways to go back home. But like, that was it, like somewhere in Texas, close to Mexico and it, shady and like the place was fine. Nice. Nothing like, like disgusting or anything. And it was like nothing. It, it didn't seem like anything illegal was going on or anything, but it was just, remember we were all like, what's going on here? Like how many kids? Like it was, it was just a very like weird thing. But that night I remember specifically getting the WWE doctor to laugh. Everyone and because one of the girls, I did I did something, and I he the dog. This was always his line when he sees me. The girl says something, and and like it was we're all doing something, but everyone was paying attention. And I go give the big guy some sugar, sweetie, or so I go give the big guy some sugar, and uh, and she did. And and the doc. So every time the doc, he goes give the big guy some sugar. Ah, <laughs> uh, that was a good time, a good time. The Vegas one though. We were out. I was, uh, we were at the Spearmint Rhino. I'm talking, I'm talking high. I think it was between somewhere of the night was between. And I'm sure there's way wilder stories, but this was just, it was, this is not, I'm not, I've got 2% Jewish in me. I'm not spending this kind of money anywhere. The, it was, it was close to, it was like in that 75 to $10,000 range of the bill. And, uh, and, but I'll tell you, it was a great time. It was one time in my life. I just, and it was, it was, it was, it was fun. Everyone had a great time. Everyone was appreciative. And then it was, and I'm sure a lot of the dancers were as well, but we were there to the morning hours. The sun is out. And then I think PJ black, the Usos, there were a bunch of Usos there. I don't even, these Usos that I don't even know of that were related to the Usos. Like it was, there were a lot of them. Coolish, coolish shit. Um, we all went to like this Chinese, like some like Asian buffet thing 
early in the morning, all just completely gone. We got like a limo ride too. Talk about wasted, like just stupid, stupid. Um, ate the best food ever. And then went back to the hard rock. I woke up like late afternoon, so out of it. Got my stuff. I was at the hard rock and I'm leaving and I'm going uh, like through. And of course I see there's a random dude that works out at my gym all the way up where I live. And he's walking through the hard rock. He's like, right back. I go, Hey, and he goes, Oh, you had a wild night. I go, uh, like, and, and then got my truck at the valet and drove home. And, and I think I ordered a pizza and went right back to bed and slept all the way until the following morning and then felt great. But I was, it was bad. Like I, it was, but it was a lot of fun. Uh, let's see, right back. Can you say hi to Sophie and little guy? I, Sophie and little guy, you guys, sweet sugar, sugar says hello. They're doing well. They're, they're very happy. They're happy to be inside. Yeah, I'll have to watch Darren Young, Fred Rosser. I know he, he faced Kenta over there. I'm very happy. He, we did the signing together in Baltimore. Freddie is, uh, I'm very happy, man. He, he's, he's, he's doing what he loves and he's doing, doing very well. I, I, I genuinely hope he, he gets, uh, another opportunity on, on WWE or AEW. But, uh, I always thought him and, and, and Titus O'Neil, the primetime players, I know Titus ain't wrestling really more. I always like Freddie in a tag team, though. I always think he does even better when he has somebody to play off of, and uh, it brings out more of his personality. And uh, he's he's a really, really good human, man. He's, he's a great wrestler and a good human. I'm very happy for him. Man, Dolph Ziggler is such a talented individual, but at times I feel like he comes off as complacent. What part of him do you think comes off as complacent and acting and doing his role? And he's been up there. He's got one of the longest. He's ended up having one of the most successful, longest careers in WWE history when it's all said and over. It already is. Like he's been there for a long time. And he's been active. He's never missed really any time. He's never been gone and done other things. Like, you know, you got to go all the way back to the caddy with Chavo Guerrero and then to the spirit squad. And ever since he's been going strong, been champion, been been intercontinental champion. Has he been tag champion, I think, too? NXT champion. How's that complacent? He's played probably probably one of the, the most successful careers financially overall, I would say. If you have a list, he's on that list in, in, a, in, a, in a good position. And his career's not even over, probably not even close to being over. So I don't I don't know how he's complacent. Yeah, you can't be complacent when you're given certain things and you go out and you, you do exactly as they tell you. That is, and, and guys like that, do you ever see he's he doesn't, you know, he he he's he gets on he gets on with all the top people. And uh he knows the deal, he knows the system, he does all his comedy gigs, he he travels. He stays busy. He's happy. So it's like, how's that complacent? What's he supposed to go do? Go say, I need to go be Hunter. You need to make me champion. Take the titles off of Roman or I'm going to quit and throw this all away. Like, it's not, why is he going to go do that? What it's not, is he, he doesn't have to. He knows the deal. He's a physical actor. He has the same mindset as I have. Is it all the, it's what it is. And so he's, he's, he's smart, man. 
Yeah, he's one of the greatest guys. It's like there's not he's he's just but we all I see the hate he gets and I just laugh. I'm just like, man, you guys, you guys just all you people. There's nobody it's which by the way, the uh the guy that that does the web is Jericho that uh that Jericho has running all that stuff. So that guy, and I'm glad because people tagged Chris on Twitter, and this is why you call these people out when they do this stuff. He ended up they deleted not only the tweet, they deleted it off the, the online. The problem is, is one, the dude, because the guy doesn't like me that, that did it because he wrote up a whole thing on on all horrible article on me with it. But then he doesn't issue an apology for one being wrong and right. And then they don't they don't put a retraction. So there's still people I see with a comment right back. Why did you make that comment? about uh, Mrs. Wife, Maurice. I didn't make that comment. That's a fake tweet generator. Somebody made that during Raw, supposedly, and put it on Reddit, which got deleted on it. And I go, we live in a day and age where it's like, people, you got to have some common sense, though. And you got to look and like, and it doesn't seem, it's not like, it's just a disrespectful tweet for somebody that you know, right, and that worked with, that, that I would never do. And I've never done on that with these people, and the, the talent and the wrestlers and the divas. With it, but you got people in that cancel culture where they're just they've tried it before with it. But that guy has a, a, a good sized following and is doing on their site like that where where I'm sure Jericho wants legit things and stories, not not BS mark feelings and go, oh, you think you hate me because you've never met me, but you don't like that I blocked you because you made stupid comments and I want nothing to do with you. So you're gonna I'm just gonna bury him every chance I get. And even if it if it's on stuff that's not real. It's like, come on, man. Because then it to the guy, and go issue an apology. Be a man. That's what being a man. Go, I was wrong. This was never said. I should never have posted this. I didn't do my do my homework on it. And I let my personal feelings get in the way. That's what you should do. If I was Chris, I would have very little respect for you if Chris saw that. And if somebody was doing work for me and went and said something about Chris like that, and I could see what a fucking little mark they are and, and how they act, I'd be like, oh. I don't think I want to have a relationship with this guy. So you better be smart, man. Don't be stupid. It, it's not it, you guys. Some of you, some of you want to believe some things so badly, but man, you don't know. You don't know. But that guy's an example. Like, that's a, that's like a little dirt sheet journalist that they have. They get upset. They get offended, and they try to take their opinion and, and alter things or make things seem. He, the guy, literally made up that I deleted the tweet that I never made. He just made it up. Oh. That's just that's just let's add let's add to this fake tweet and say he deleted it, brother. I could go send that to my attorney if I want to make a big deal out of that and make a big deal out of that. Don't be stupid. Let's see here. Uh, why do Mark say, hold on. I hope Ziggler gets his WWE championship run. Nobody deserves more than him. If Kofi did it, he can do it. Yeah. I hope he does too. I think if you put a, put him, I put with a, uh, put a good heater with him and, uh, cause he plays really well off of someone. I was like, this is say I were to come back and be his heater and he goes on a huge run for the title, right? It, it could be a great run with that and that he could play that when you put it with anybody say they decide after Omos Omos is going to be put with him and they're going to make that dynamic work and, and give him a, a six month run with the title with a big heater like that something 
you know, or there's a new person or whoever. Like they, they can do that at any point in time and, and make it something big. It's just a matter of if they want to or, you know, it doesn't define though. Having that doesn't define his career, make him any less successful. It's just that's another opportunity for a role for him to play. And this is what pro wrestling is not like, like fighting or other sports. And the the, the, the championships and the runs, the, the story, they're props, like all other sports and, and fighting championships with it. But it's physical acting. So there's no, it, it, this is where the, the, I try to really educate people on. I go, and I've always known this since I was a kid. It's just common sense. But people view pro wrestling as, as too much real in the sense of the, the wins and losses they put on the talents. Or like they go, oh, he's not, he's not politicking hard enough. Or he's not this and that. He's not, he's, he's, he's complacent. It doesn't exist on that. Like when there's role playing and you need everybody playing all different roles and nobody plays the same role for too long. And that's why they, they say to make adjustments to your character, make little tweaks here and there, and, and it can help you alter the roles that you play with it. Nobody, you, can, you don't have to be a, a WWE champion to have a legendary Hall of Fame career. You can be the most over most popular wrestler in the world today and not ever hold a championship with social media and all the, with the money and everything you don't need it. It's all just now that company might want to put you with that to, to enhance the company also with it, but you don't, you don't, you don't need it with that. And with, with wrestling, the goals of wrestling, they always say like in sports and other things, and the goal should be to, to be champion, to be champion. And even in, in wrestling, you say, well, you want people, we want people that want to be WWE champion. Not me. I want people that want to do their job to the best of their ability. I want people that they, that are believable in whatever role that they play. They go there, they have a good attitude, and that can that can work with all my talent. That I can give them roles, and I can mix the roles, and they can all and, and do great business. And that's all that wrestling is. And there's it, it takes it's the hardest thing in the world, and, and work wise, and injury wise, and all that. And there's a lot of things that blur the lines, but it's physical acting. It's and it's. This is why, like, and I tell you, when people get disrespectful and like, you know, oh, and, and this person failed or this person messed up on that, just go, how? How? That was what the, the, the role was asked of being a professional and going out there with it. Why am I not being thanked for the, the job that I've just gone out there to help make another person with that? Why are we not being celebrated for that? Instead, you actually insult us like we did something wrong. It's physical acting. And so this is very important for fans to understand because it will, the people that can't control their anger and their temper tempers, and they go on social media and they're hateful. If you can understand that it's physical acting like the movies and it's pro wrestling and it's acting of pro wrestling with that, you will be more respectful to the men and women that do it, that entertain you, that allow you to, to, to escape your current reality for a portion of time allows you something to be a fan of, to, to focus on rather than insulting these people that are doing that, right? Good to see all of you. Thank you, guys. How would you end Roman Reigns' title reign if you were in charge? Uh, I would have... His expected match, say it was WrestleMania. This is this is Ryback booking on this, so I'm gonna put myself. The I would have his reign come to an end because I helped put him over initially on his everything. So it's a transfer of energy back to me that I helped help make the shield when I was red hot. 
And the storyline would be Roman in the ring, the ring with the bloodline around for the Cody. And uh, Cody does not appear on his music. And everybody's like, what's going on? Where's Cody Rhodes? Oh, my God, where's Cody Rhodes? And, and there's a pan to the back and Cody Rhodes is laid out. And there's like a little pool of blood the backstage. Now everybody, WrestleMania main event. And the bloodlines in the ring kind of smirking and smiling that Roman's reign is going to continue. He has halted the finish of Cody Rhodes' story. And when out of nowhere, the Nexus theme hits. Wade Barrett comes out on stage wearing that, that N armband. The rest of the Nexus comes out, minus me, through the crowd and beats the living shit out of the bloodline. Leaves everybody in the ring lifeless. And with that, everything goes dark. And then the Feed Me More music hits. I come out wearing that Nexus armband with a black and yellow R logo Ryback singlet acknowledging Wade and the Nexus. Spinebuster, Meat Hook, Shell Shock, Roman, new champion. There we go. The storyline has been complete. Nexus gets its redemption. We all take turns holding the title in the ring because it's a, we all are going to celebrate the championship. And uh, we're back, baby. We're back. We're firing. We do a Nexus versus Bloodline storyline. We put them over. I eventually drop the title back to Roman, and then I go put over Wardlow and, and retire. <laughs> uh, I don't know what I would do. I don't know. I don't know what I would. Uh, let me see here. Nico says, great booking. Thank you. Right, There's people really mad. Right back, so conceited. God, his ego's out of control. How dare he try to book himself back into the main event of WWE television? The uh, I don't know if if The Rock, you know, if they, you, you, I don't know if you said drop the title. I, I think it's great if they can get The Rock for a pay per view for SummerSlam for Roman still, and have The Rock if with that to elevate Roman further. Then I think it's then you gotta whoever you decide, you know, you want to run with for a bit, and you want that transfer because that's going to be a big moment. Whoever beats him realistically i could see cody with this i see that it's, i see it being very realistic that said i still wouldn't be shocked if if roman held the titles and i'm telling you if roman holds the titles against cody at wrestlemania don't be mad at roman there's a bigger storyline in place that that is being achieved with that and you know vince is still in the company and roman was was vince's guy hunter by all accounts everything loves roman as well and so there was uh We'll just have to wait and see, you know, maybe it takes in the sale of the company and, and then new people come in and things could change drastically then we don't know, but th there's a lot that goes on. It depends. i saw too. There was, I will mention, i saw the thing that somebody had reported <laughs> Vince was back in charge. And then it was like, then corrected that Vince was not back in charge and creative or not back in a creative input with that. So I truly believe as much as the stuff that has gone on in my personal feelings that, that they are selling the company with his health and his age. And, and uh, he's going to want to get all that squared away while he's still alive, rather than if something were to you know happen and, and then let other people facilitate a sale that I think he's going to want to close this on his time. And I don't think he's going to take that chance of lying to everybody to, and with the way he, it, it would, it would, it would be just, it would be so such a, a, a headache from a legal standpoint, I don't, I don't see that if he's just said they were going to sell them and not sold, I think they're going to sell. And I've said it years ago when I said, I think Disney, I just, I just knowing what I feel like with Vince, I think Disney ensures that WWE lives on forever. 
and Vince with his love of movies and wanting with WWE studios, always wanting to do that. And that nothing was ever as big as wrestling. He's tried multiple different things, right? But Disney is such is such a, a monstrous entity. And that with a, with the film division and the theme parks, you know, there, I'm sure if Disney buys, there's going to be a WWE themed part of, of, of Disney Disneyland or Disney World, a themed ride. There's going to be something that, and there's going to be the the movies, everything. It's going to that brand. I think in Vince's vision will go on to be bigger with that with him gone rather than if he, he, I think he has to know. And again, I could be wrong that if you sell it to just someone like the Saudis or like, you know, that you don't really know what the future can hold with, with that. Whereas Disney is a little more of a, it just aligns more with what I think Vince would, would do. So. But I think that with Disney Dance that too, there will be huge opportunities for wrestlers crossing over, becoming bigger stars than ever. And that's where I said I think the biggest stars in wrestling are, are, are yet to happen because I think it's going to be under new ownership and leadership. And it's going to happen in our period here, I think, really soon. We're going to see some super, super, super mega popular wrestlers rivaling with like social media followings of some some different actors and actresses and singers that have some huge numbers because I think under the Disney brand, unless they adopt that Vince thing of keeping people under control, but I think, and I hope to God that I get to play a part in this because with everything in my understanding of social media, I think we could really, really do some really cool things. But uh, I'm hoping, I'm, I'm personally hoping Disney buys them and that there's some people in that top positions that have kids that understand the way things kind of happen and go, nope, that Ryback guy, we liked him. We want to, we want to maybe do some business with him. And, uh, and everything is fixed and resolved. So we'll see. It's going to be announced tomorrow that WWE has rolled out a sale to Disney. <laughs> uh, yeah, Sasha Banks, huge star. Great look. And uh, she's, you know, no doubt that she's... A very recognizable. She stands out. I like the colors, the hair color, just everything. She's always found her gear. Always found a way to stand out. Always was always popular, or or got heat. And you know, she gets a lot. Of, everyone gets a lot of hate online. She gets massive love with it. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, everyone. She she's definitely she's somebody that you know I could see going back if Disney buys. And she's already done the stuff with the Mandalorian, right? And so many more wrestlers could be so crossover stars. I'm telling you, you guys, it, it is really, uh, that's why I look, I go, man, I, I'm blessed to have got my health back. I hope I'm part of that run and that process the next 10 years. Cause I think it's going to be, we're talking some really, really, really cool things. Braun should be in movies. There's no, you know, Bray with his Bray could, could be, not Disney with the serial killer, like Sully, but Bray could be like with the next with Kane and doing some of those see no evil movies, different things. Even though Bray with the Firefly Funhouse, I could see him being a Disney character too, um, with his personality. But I just think there's there's going to be some some really cool things from the merchandising standpoint, and you know I just think it's some Disney has gives them Disney and them just gives them a whole other boost. 
Paul says, hey, Ryba, if Tony Khan called you, would you take the call and possibly do something with AEW? The Well, I mean, I've talked about this, guys, with any, everything. I'm going to wait for my Ryback documentation for my trademark. I got to get cleared from my shoulder. But uh, I've talked to people in the past and things, and I've just, when everything is right, and now if that's saying if, if Tony called, and why would I not talk to Tony? I've no, I have no, I Yes, but I'm not doing anything right now with that. So we got to be, we got to, we got to finish the puzzle here with these remaining things. And we're very close, very close with that. That's like Justin. I told you I talked to Justin. We were talking about Wardlow and he goes, oh, I'm going to tell Wardlow we were, we were talking about him. And he goes, he'll like that. He's he was saying he's a sweet guy, nice guy. And I told you guys that the other day. And uh, he goes, you mind if I, and I go, I go, I mean, you don't have to, I don't really, I'm not doing anything right now, but he, Justin likes to, Justin li likes to talk. He's, he's a good guy. Like he's like, he likes to, if he's, he, he likes to make people feel good. And like, if you're talking good about somebody or this or that, and he's like, he's a very, very good human being with that. So that like would be his intentions of doing that. But I was like, ah, I'm not doing anything right now. I'm still a few months away probably, but the, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. The I'm excited for what the future is going to hold, though. And more, most importantly, I'm I'm healthy and I'm happy. And like my like yesterday, I went and did shoulders at the gym. I'm able. I was able to like I do like the presses. I sometimes do this uh, total gym where you're like almost it's like three diagonal three quarters, and you body like with you using your body weight, but it's not your full body weight because it's at a slight angle still. And you can go down. You can make it easier or harder. I go on the hardest one. And uh, I used to not even be able to do that. My shoulder was so bad and my scapula was stuck and my shoulder was grinding. And I was just like, it was so defeating. I'd have to use like a little air machine with very little weight just to be able to do the full range. And it hurt the whole way. I had very limited mobility all the way at the top. I couldn't lock out. And I was just like, it was so messed up. I can now just rep out and on that thing. I did five sets on my shoulder day yesterday when I was doing all my other stuff and uh, on it. And I'm not getting the grinding. And like I can actually lock all the way out and like my shoulder feels very secure. It's just getting stronger and stronger as I keep breaking up this tissue around the scapula. And so like and like and then I do my workout, and my shoulder's not inflamed and it feels good. And like I don't have any instability and I'm like, I'm so much better. I just keep getting better and better and better. So it's like I wake up now, man. And I, I, I'm just blessed I because I, I remember the back pain and the shoulder pain and it, it is it's not like a, it's not like a like a muscle pain. It, it is it is like you are effed up really bad pain, and uh, so that's why I'm, I'm just like I just finish this process, and I'm just I'm really like too with wrestling. Will be more excited for wrestling because I'm not wrestling and hurting and hurting myself further. It's like I'm fine and everything. I could just enjoy it like I used to, right? So I'm uh, I'm excited though with where everything's going, and I'm excited to feel good. And I, I feel like I look pretty much damn near identical to what I have. I feel like I've been good. Like I haven't aged drastically, haven't gone gray or like I feel I physically am, am very similar to what I've always been. So, and then feeling good and now having everything and having my business and it's going to present some really cool opportunities, man. And I'm very, very grateful. Gordon says, Ryback, can you tell us if 
more about the time Vince wanted you to squash, to crush AJ Styles at WrestleMania and how you refused to do it. The I told that when I first left WWE, I remember that people like I made made it up. That was it was during my contract stuff though when I I had a meeting because I talked to Hunter, I think, too, that day. There was other stuff, but it was when things were not good. And I was going back and forth on the contract, and there was uh there was just a lot going on. But I just remember it was I had to talk to Vince about something, and he he brought it. This has nothing to do with me. It was uh I think they were trying they were trying to entice me to sign that contract, in which I, I talked about and me and Vince when he agreed on the money. On, on the handshake deal in his office. This was in Seattle, if I'm not mistaken, this particular one. Um, and it was, and I'd switched to the trunks, but I did that without telling him because I was pissed at him. And because this it was a whole story with it. And it was, it was just playing games back with the games that were going on at this point. And so we like, we got everything kind of aired out and, uh, and had a handshake agreement, but there was so much apart when I got the contract and looked at everything there was, then there was a whole new set of problems. Right. And one, my health. And I was, really really hurt and there was this was the the, that ended up being the the most important deciding factor with everything despite the other things probably would have been worked out had the injuries not been there but i just knew i had to get away like with i can't have these people injecting me with pain drugs i can't physically do this without these pain drugs at this point my body's so bad like just get the hell away from it and it was when i left and walked up to like there was a chance you know that maybe things would have but i i just was it was done like, just not good with that. Um, but I talked to Vince before that contract thing. And, uh, but on the, let me finish. I'm sorry. In Seattle with Vince, it was come to that agreement, the, the trunks, and I was doing the ground and pound and, and beating guys up. It was supposed to be essentially a handshake for the, the championship. That was going to get a push finally and, and, and run with the champion, which I do. I do believe if I would have signed that contract, because he is notorious for like they do things like they put the titles on you, the props, and do different things to get people to sign contracts. This is this is very standard. And once you figure that out, you kind of see something. Why did they put maybe a guy a little run with the champion, then not do anything with them? It's usually that with times if they don't plan, if they're not a big enough deal or whatever. But when I didn't sign that contract, and then we had changes made. And then it was, uh, then I they got put with the match with Kalisto for WrestleMania, and it was supposed to it was supposed to be for the title with that with me going over. Didn't sign the contract. Didn't sign the contract. And then eventually they, okay, we're gonna switch to Kalisto. That, that was the day before Mania. I got to Kalisto's going over. I got no problem. I knew what was going on. And then it was we got taken off the show. And you guys are on the pre-show, and I felt bad because Kalisto didn't do anything to deserve that. It was because of the contract stuff going on with it. But I can't make a life-altering decision, sign over all my stuff, and you know, also just to be on the show so he could be on the show with it. We're going to be on the show anyways, but it's not the same. But that's why that happened. That's why things happen oftentimes with things and certain talents with things. <clears throat> but I had the meeting <clears throat> prior with Vince. And over something, and it was, I don't know, it was something where he brought that up. And, and AJ was brand new. AJ, we, I think we just had the rumble and, and like AJ had just got there with it. And if you ever go back and read, there were things like where they talk like Vince supposedly doesn't know if AJ Styles is a star because like, he, he doesn't watch a lot of things outside. And that Hunter was more aware of things, right? So like this isn't something like in Vince's views 
obviously changed with him as he worked with him and saw how great how how great he is, right? But it was just something in the office, and Vince just started going, "I'm gonna have you squash AJ Styles like the little bug, something like at WrestleMania." But you got to understand, he's he's selling me to that he's gonna use me in something big at WrestleMania and they're gonna get momentum because they want me to sign that contract. So that that stuff is all going on, and he, he's just working. Right, but that is that is that. But his views lined up with what he was probably saying at that time, with that and not knowing full well with that. But that would have been his priority to get that contract signed. AJ's already signed. You see, so you see what I'm saying? This stuff goes on, but it was never anything like made up. I, I love AJ. I've worked with him. We did. I put him over in, in. We were in Qatar or somewhere in Saudi, one or two shows, or and uh, and I was a heel. Absolutely loved him, man. He's great with that and so it was, it was never anything like dis- disrespectful on me and like trying to that was just what was told to me and that was told that's not disrespecting him for that's just a character thing of like vince or something he would say and but it was to get me to probably sign that contract prior with that and stuff with the way things work out so sometimes people when i tell you guys this will take things and just hear the little thing and take things out of context and but um that creative never happened because I didn't sign the contract. And then we had then we had the other talk after with it on the on the plans. And, and he was gonna, if you watch on how I was being built and things were kind of starting to happen, and they did promos with me and I did the little thing, break it, take it, like it looked like we were gonna do something. That was because we probably were gonna do something if I would have signed that contract. I just didn't. And then things drastically changed, which is why we saw it go pre-show demoted one more month pre-show and then i left and that's and i got my ear and nose fixed i couldn't breathe through my nose my whole career it got broken my first year never got it fixed in deep south and my eardrum got uh, busted in deep south never got it fixed i had a hole in my ear my whole career couldn't hear out of my left ear hardly i waited and then i told them i, I like, you guys are going to fix this i i put the i purposely never got this fixed so i wouldn't miss time being on tv and like and and it was like and they they did it to their credit, they got it fixed, and and then we 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 moved on. So I don't know if CM Punk is done with AEW. I really don't know. I, I won't be shocked if he comes back. I think business wise, there's good business to be done if you can come back and get that whole squared away. How great would it be? <laughs> just I I love how I just infuse myself into storylines, and I tell you guys how great it is. The uh, and it's it's kind of being sarcastic because I know it's not going to happen. But the elite punk comes back, and it's going to be in it's it's the the Omega and the Young Bucks and, and Cabana and Punk reunite. So it's Punk Cabana and the three on two match. They, they, who's going to be the third guy at the big pay per view for the elite versus Team Punk? And you hear Feed Me More and Me and Punk have come back to reunite, and he doesn't have to he doesn't have to worry. Better think because we're on the same side now. That's storytelling, guys. Storytelling at its finest. Excalibur losing his shit on commentary, retelling the past of the everything. And we've come back and we're here to take over AEW. Hulk with the heel turn once again. <laughs> I completely misused the moment and just come out playing the air guitar. It doesn't fit the theme at all. Everyone's like, what are you doing? I'm just being a huge Hogan mark, brother. Good to see you guys. 
All right, guys. With that, we're going to wrap up. Did I miss any uh, super chats? Just make sure real quick. Hold on. We're almost two hours today. Thank you, guys. Cool. A lot of you stayed. I appreciate it with that. And uh, we'll try to get back tomorrow for another Ryback show. No Ryback show Saturday. Good chance we will do Sunday. And then I'll have a feeding time out Monday. I've got to do that video tomorrow as well. But we should be back for an early uh, Ryback show tomorrow. I'll be up early and try to get this out of the way because I got to record. I got to work out all that deal and do all my other work stuff. So, but greatly appreciated, guys. Check out my Feed Me More Nutrition over on feedmemore.com. We've got those discounts in the comments. And uh, please subscribe, turn on notifications, and share this channel uh, with anyone that you think might be interested. Let's keep things moving. Big thank you again to YouTube with Ryback T- the Ryback TV, the 425,000 subscribers. Guys, I greatly, greatly, I can't do this without you guys. So it is, uh, I'll continue to give you everything I got, and, and I appreciate you doing the same. And uh, let's have a good one, guys. Until next time, stay hungry. Feed me more.